time to talk some boxing. And uh, time to welcome back an old friend. Well, we can claim him as a friend. He was on the program once uh, last year. Uh, he also won our hearts because, um, you know, one of the themes of 2022 was lamenting the absolute disgraceful uh, landscape of New Zealand sporting nicknames at the moment. Not with this man. Chop Chop is back. Chad Milnes join us, joins us, a former New Zealand amateur champion, former Commonwealth Games rep and Oceania champion. Chop Chop, welcome to the show. Cheers, cheers. Oh, thanks for having me. Good to be back. <laughs> it's great to hear your voice again, my friend. How's, how's your Christmas and New Year's been? Uh, it was good. Um, you know, lots of eating, and now it's damage control, so <laughs> get, get back to the grass, mate. Got to get back to the grass. <laughs> my Lord, a lot of... Because you were, what, you were 60 kg champ, right? Something like that? If I, if yeah, I remember light, correctly. Lightweight, lightweight, 60 kilos. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there yeah, wasn't a hell of a lot about, to you, mate. So, oh, it's a lot more now. So, I'm about 25 kilos up from there. I'm about 85 now. Um, and I'll 85. Tell you, it's not good weight. It's not say, I'm, it's well, not say you, it's muscle. I won't say that. It's it's not muscle. So tell me, how does it's it like uh, when you when you <laughs> when you overindulge at Christmas? How much do you blow up? Uh, is it a couple of kgs? Because um, that's a Tuesday for me. Oh. Uh, I don't know how much you you can blow up <laughs> over the Christmas New Year period. Well, I, I, I haven't I haven't blown up twenty five kilos. I'll say that that that's 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 been a consistent effort over a few years. But um, I think I've gone up about three or four this Christmas, which is not too bad for me actually. But there's still some work to do. I had a body scan yesterday, and uh, the the results were not favourable. Let's say that. <laughs> and clearly, Chop Chop is not willing to reveal them live on radio across New Zealand and the globe here on SENZ. He's going to keep that close to his chest. Uh, should we should we talk about what we promised? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll actually start talking about um you know what we promised we'll talk about, which is the return to the ring for one Joseph Parker. Of course, last time we saw him was in September, uh, being knocked out for the first time in his uh, career. Uh, very late in the fight, I think it was the 11th of 12 rounds against Joe Joyce. That was always going to be a difficult fight. I think prior to it, he it had a string of good results, hadn't he? About, I think, half a dozen wins. How, how, how much of a setback was that loss, you think, to the grand scheme of things? Because a, a lot of transient sort of boxing fans are always thinking about the long term. What does this mean for his career type thing? So now you've had a couple of months to digest it. You know, the, the Joe Joyce fight, as far as significance, was what? I, I think that I think that that fight it, it was a bit of a setback, you know. Um, he's had a few fights at that you know elite level, you know. Joe Joyce is an elite competitor, and he's had a few fights at that that level, and he's fallen short just a little bit. Um, it is a bit of a setback, but a big part, big thing about Joe is that he's only just turned thirty-one. Uh, he's really young as a heavyweight with a massive amount of experience, and um, yeah. considering those things, he's still fighting on a big platform. So you know, there's still people supporting him. He's still got players in his corner willing to put him on the big shows and build him back up. And tomorrow was an example of that. He's still he's fighting on what are the first biggest show in, in, uh, in the UK um, and he's on the undercard on telly. So, you know, he's still got a lot of people behind him um, and, and think that, you know, he probably does have a, uh, another big fight in him. Yeah. yeah so it's almost five years, isn't it? Um, five years in March, to be exact, from when he fought Anthony Joshua. So, he had, and then he backed that up with a loss to White, and then it was sort of rebuilding over the last couple of years. So he was climbing back, but probably a step or two back. But 
He takes on an opponent who will do what for um, his chances longer term if he was to beat Jack Massey? I, I don't think that, you know, this, this guy, I've looked, looked a little bit into him, and, I, you know, this guy is, you know, looking at it, I'm pretty sure that his role is to come in and make Joe look spectacular. Um, yeah. He's a cruiserweight that's fought once at heavyweight, um, and that heavyweight fight was at 92 kilos, which is only a kilo and a bit up from cruiserweight. And we're talking, he, Joe Parker is, you know, a, a, a 110, 108 uh, heavyweight in good nick. You know, he's in good shape when he's 110. Um, and this guy's been fighting at 90.8 and he's had one fight where he was a kilo and a bit above. And that's his only fight at heavyweight. And it was against a lower level um, competition guy. Uh, he did knock him out in the second round with a body shot, but it's just, it's just a completely different caliber of fighter as well as a completely different size of fighter. Uh, I, I think that he just won't have the firepower um, to first of all bother Joseph um, and as well as his stylistically from looking at him, he's also open um, to big shots, he's open to shots, he's not massively elusive, he stands in front, he's got a classic European style. I just think that it's just going to be an uh, opportunity for Joe to on a big platform just blow someone out the water. Um, that's what I expect to happen. If it doesn't go that way, it will be quite uh, upset in itself if Joe doesn't blow him out the water in, in the first few rounds. I, I have not done the research, but I'm going to make a, an educated guess here. Uh, I, I doubt Parker would have had the size advantage many times, if at all, in his career. Just looking at what they weighed in at, Parker's at 112, so just 2Ks above that, that you know good weight that you mentioned at 110, uh, while Massey himself just 98kg. So, so that in of itself is quite unusual for Parker to be the big man and to best use that advantage. How does he do that? I mean, he's, he's a little bit heavier. I mean, he just came off a, a loss, but he's also getting older. And he's at the point in his, in, you know, his age where that weight is going to probably start to come on a little bit. Um, but massive, look at that, there's a massive amount of weight and advantage. You know, like 14 kilos on someone is a lot, even for heavyweights. Between these, they got open weight category. 14 kilos is a lot of difference. And like you said, Joe has never really fought as the bigger guy. He's often been the smaller guy, especially in the recent fights. He's always been the smaller, faster guy. Um, it could pose some kind of difficulties in the difference where typically he's dealing with the bigger, slower, but bigger, stronger opponent, where now he's going to have the opposite. He's going to have a smaller opponent that might have a bit faster hands, um, a little bit more you know, faster footwork, agility, but... I, I, the way I see it, it's just going to be a, a smaller, easier punching bag with less punch resistance, and, and he doesn't have to worry about what comes back to him. I mean, Joe Joyce is the juggernaut. Huge puncher, and you, we saw the way that Joe went down from that left hook. No one's hurt Joe that bad, ever. Um, and, and this guy has got nothing on him. I mean, even as a cruiserweight, he's only got a 50% knockout uh, ratio. At cruiserweight, the division below, he's not a big puncher for the division below. So uh, I think that the weight is going to play a big factor in it, the weight difference, the weight division, um, even the skills, even the skills. I think Joe will, is a good boxer, and he can even show a bit of that to, uh, tomorrow and actually show his power. Joe doesn't get enough credit for his power. He is powerful, but he's just been fighting elite-level guys that, you know, that are bigger. So his power is not really highlighted, his speed is. But I think his power will also be on show tomorrow morning. 
Yeah, he, he has fought a lot of very good opponents over the last six or seven years, Joe Park. You just look at his resume. He's, he's got in the ring with some really, really talented folk um, and some individuals who, who've got some incredible pedigree. Massey, this is a wonderful opportunity for him, but gee, I don't know how he goes about it technically. It's not as if he can rely on speed and nimbleness because Parker's not the slowest himself. No, 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 he's not. So, uh, I, I, and Stylistically, this guy stands in front. He doesn't really try and move his head too much. He keeps his hands up. So I think it'll be a little bit of target practice. It might be an opportunity where Joe gets to, you know, have target practice and have some fun and make it look good. Um, and I... Sorry, I didn't really answer your last question too well. Uh, as, as thinking about the fighters that he's had and, and how he fought a few years ago against um, what's that, Anthony Joshua and Joe Joyce, those guys are on the way down as well. Just thinking about that, they're on the way down. I mean, Dylan White in his last fight didn't look too good. So actually thinking about it, there are some prospects for, for Joe to actually maybe fight those guys again. But I think it's a different, a different story now. Thinking about it more, I'm getting excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> but but the heavyweight division, I, I think we've all been crying out for some certain fights that really have never come to fruition over the last couple of years, which is hugely frustrating to fans, and I think a, a, a detriment to the sport overall. So if we take to take more of a broader look at the division itself, you know w- what's to look forward to um, in the heavyweight uh, category in twenty twenty three? What are we going to see? Well, I, I have I keep hearing through the grapevine. You know, it's often built up and then never comes through. But it seems to me, I, I'm hoping that this time it's the truth and it feels like it might be that the Usyk-Tyson um, Fury fight is looking like it's actually going to happen. You know, I'm seeing a lot. So I'm hoping that does does come through. But, you know, while we're on the topic of Joe, I think that the if Joe wins this fight tomorrow, I think that the white rematch could, could potentially be, be made. I mean, it makes sense for both of them. Um, they're both looking for a bit of a marquee name to put them back into contention. Um, and then Dillian Wyatt, I think, you know, he, he, he didn't look too good in his last fight, but again, he's a guy that's had a lot of opportunities and, and this might, could be his last one. Um, and Joe hopefully gets his, his chance again. So I, I think that fight could be made this year. Uh, I'm hoping it does. Um, in terms of Anthony Joshua, I'm not too sure what's going to happen with Anthony Joshua. I think he's the one whose career is probably... I don't know where it's going to go. Um, so I don't know where that is, where, where that's going to go, but I'm really looking forward to the Usyk jury fight. It, it needs to happen. There's been a lot of backwards and forwards around who is the, the undisputed number one, and I hope that gets made this year um, and sort of seals the deal. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other guys that are coming through. Like uh, 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 there's the big Croatian, uh, Hergovic. Um, he, he looks like he's going to be starting to push for a world title fight and, and really talented boxer. He actually, actually beat Joseph as an amateur at the world championships and he's an Olympic medalist um, with good power, good boxing. Uh, I think he's someone to watch for. Um, but I, I'm, I'm hoping Joe gets his shot again at White. I'm, I'm excited for that one and I hope that happens. Yeah, uh, but U- Usyk Fury would be fabulous. That Usyk's a generational talent, eh? Like, seriously, the things he's achieved in the sport across multiple divisions. It's just amazing. Unbelievable, yeah, unbelievable. To, to be able to stand up with the biggest, strongest guys in the heavyweight division and um, box circles around them is, is, is awesome. He has a special talent, and he really backs himself. Um, and I think he backs himself enough to take on the Tyson Fury. He's the type of guy that really believes in what he can do, um, as does Tyson, and I think that that's what will allow the fight to happen should 
they be able to get past all the, the, the contracts and the money and the promoters fighting it out for who gets what. I think I think that, that their attitudes and their, their mentalities, the fight should happen this year. And I'm really excited for that. It's, it's, it's not their typical heavyweight kind of matchup where who's going to you knock it, who out, but it'll be a technical fight, I think. It has to be for both of them. So I'm looking forward to that. It's a, it's a bit of a jazz kind of thing of boxing. It's a stylistic matchup for the purists. Um, but I think even for everybody, all, all boxing fans around the world, it's, it's the heavyweight crown of crowns, the unofficial, undisputed, whatever, everybody, who's the guy. Uh, that, that's good for everyone. That, that, that every boxing fan wants to see that. Yeah, uh, so Joe Parker wins comfortably. Chop, chop. That's what you're telling me. I don't think many uh, people listening would be too surprised to hear that. Maybe a rematch with Dillian White to come. Uh, this is your own supposition, of course. Uh, that would make sense. That was that was a fun fight, wasn't it? Um, you know, Parker really fronted in the championship rounds after White got a big lead, was knocked down what very late in the fight, um, got to his feet and held on, Dillian White. Uh, so, so that... That, that probably would have some draw in that part of the world, wouldn't it not? Would it not? I think it's, that was a great fight. I really I really enjoyed that fight. Yeah, it, was, it had everything, a bit of drama. There was knockdowns, um, everything. Everything was, was good that fight. So so I'm looking forward to that. It should have happened. Um, and, and at the same time, both both crowd favourites, Dillian Wyatt is a big following. That's why he just keeps getting opportunities to fight for the top because he's got a lot of supporters. And, uh, of course, Joe seems to be getting all these opportunities too. So he's got support from down here. And he obviously has a lot of support up in, up in the UK. So um, it, it seems like on paper it should happen. And uh, I hope it does. And, and I think the times are different. Joe, since that fight, has improved a lot. I mean, he just blew Dill, uh, not Dillian White. He, Derek Dazor out, out the water in his last fight, just annihilated him. And he's getting better and better. I think even in his last fight, it was a loss. But... Just better and better and better. He showed good boxing skill. He showed he showed durability. He showed uh, courage, and um, I think that it's a different time if they fight again. Dylan White's on the down, and I think Joe's coming into his prime. I think the best is yet to come for Joe, um, and I'm excited for 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 me old mate. Hmm. Uh, get you out on this one, Chop Chop. Um, we we can get a little bit sort of too focused on the heavyweight division because of uh, the New Zealand Samoan ties to to Joseph Parker. Outside of that. Tell us who is the one fighter we all should follow in 2023 for excitement value across any of the weight divisions. Who is it? Who, who's the one that that um, you know fans that dip in and out of the sport um, must see because they are just um, all action and just a, a truly special talent? Ooh, that's a that's a that's a tough question. But um, I mean, the guy that recently beat uh, Canelo Alvarez, Dimitri Bivol, he's um he is. He's definitely someone to watch. And in his last outing, he just showed a technical class that he is and just demolished an undefeated, uh, sorry, took to school an undefeated uh, Mexican fighter. And, and Mexicans are renowned for their boxing. Um, but also someone in the smaller divisions to watch out for. And as, as I think, sort of someone that will be like a Floyd Mayweather attraction is a fighter uh, called Shakur Stevenson. Um, young fighter, Olympic silver medalist. Um, at the minute, he's just, all of his fights just seemed almost un. un untested and he's fought high level opposition and just seems to walk through all of them he's he's been an olympic medalist himself olympic one of the, one of his beat, uh, last opponents was an olympic gold medalist technically destroyed him physically destroyed him beat him on every front um i think that he will be i think our of oh, this generation's Floyd Mayweather, perhaps he's, he's just that talented um but also a fight that 
quite intriguing is uh, Anthony Yard will be taking on Arthur Betterbeard. Now, if someone is uh, uh, boxing fans that love brutal knockouts and, and, and bombs flying, that's a fight to look out for, which is uh, coming up very soon. I'm not totally sure on the date, but, but that's one to watch. That's a matchup that promises fire, firepower and, and fireworks. Um, but for talent, I think Shakur Stevenson is the one to watch. Good man. I, I, I'm running those names down, mate. Look forward to following them, uh, Jed. Thanks so much for joining us, Chop Chop. You've earned yourself a hot dog. Oh, go oh, go fill that tummy, my friend, <laughs> uh, and we'll catch up with you soon. Cheers, cheers. I appreciate it. Have a good one. That is uh, former Commonwealth Games uh, rep and former Oceania champion uh, Chad Milnes. Uh, Chop Chop. That is that is a great nickname, isn't it?